All right, big boy, you ready? Yes, sir, got baby. A big, got a big show tonight, don't we, bro? Facts. Facts. They talk about sports and pop culture for two different points of view. A father and a son disagree on with Spagalicious attitude. Today's top story is breaking them down through a generation gap. Listen to them talk about the NFL. Listen to them talk Doja Cat. According to the Osbournes, yeah. According to the Osbournes, yeah. <laughs> Jack's making funny. What would you call that? Funny hand signals? Is that what you've got going on? Funny gestures. Funny gestures. I think those are funny gestures. Guys, welcome into another episode of According to the Osbournes. I'm the dad, John Cave Osborne. He's the son, Jack Osborne. Fun fact, his real name is John. John Turner Osborne. JTO, baby. JTO. JTO in the... Yeah, see? So, yeah. Welcome in. Jack, let's start with some housekeeping notes. Um... Got a big development over the last maybe seven minutes. Yeah. According to the Osbournes, got an IG account. Going to social media. That's right. Who knew? According to the Osbournes, shout us out. And follow us. It's pretty much a guaranteed follow back at this point. I mean, yeah, we got two two followers. Can you guess who they are? They might be on this podcast right now. But seriously, go out and, and follow at According to the Osbournes on Instagram. We would love the follow. We do plan on interacting a little bit on Instagram, like maybe a story here and there, maybe a funny post here and there. Um, and then another thing we kind of wanted to say, Jack, we picked up a few new listeners, we could tell. By the way, huge shout out still. And we, we said this, we were, Jack and I were on WBIR the other day, thanks to Abby Ham, Ham, huge shout out to her. But I said this on air and it actually made the little segment. We have a legit listener from Germany and I can tell week after week, this guy is continuing to tune in. There must be like maybe a Tennessee person in Germany or a Vol fan. Maybe. Who knows? Because this show, if you're new to the show, it's a show about sports and pop culture from two different points of view, like the song says. And father and a son. (laughs) Disagree disagree young. That's right. So it's it's but it is it's discussing these stories through the perspective of a pretty significant generation gap. But we do tend to focus at least one segment a, uh, a week on Tennessee sports. So, yeah, my guess is this guy in Germany is a Tennessee uh, fan. And hey. If you're out there, will you please reach out to us on Instagram? That would, like, make my year. Me as well. Yeah, I'm sure. The other thing that would make our year is, since we have some new listeners, a great way to support the show is to give us a follow, whether it's on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you might be following us. Give us the official follow. And also, if you don't mind, if you're on a platform like Apple Podcasts that allows you to rate and allows you to write a review, drop a five-star. No no, no one-stars. We're not looking for that. So if you don't like us, just tune out. But if you do like us, drop us a five-star. Give us a review. The more stuff like that you get the more you get suggested to other people who might turn into an accordion, as Jack likes to call it. I don't listeners. like to call it that. Jack, you coined... A listener. No, no, you call it accordion. Didn't you... You told me that you thought, hey, Dad, let's call them accordions, right? Very funny. You have a great sense of humor. Thank you, sir. It's better than Mr. Sands. <laughs> Jack's going <laughs> former teacher at his school. Um, I loved Mr. Sand. I thought he was misunderstood. Anyway, you know what's not to be misunderstood? What? The fact that we... Have a great show tonight. We've got some fantastic topics, including, Jack, you and I are going to go back and forth on the American Music Awards and music in general. We are also going to roll with a very, very special version. I don't think it's episode, a special installment, I guess, of our favorite segment, Jack's Five Stats. 
I'm excited. I really am too. But why don't we get things started with a volunteer report, Jack? We've got, I've got really three teams I want to discuss. The first, let's go is, or let's go with rather, is Tennessee basketball. We got it done 90 to 62, the Vols did, over Tennessee Martin. And then we got it done 94 to 62 over ETSU. Saturday, we have number five, Villanova. Big game. Yeah. Why don't you tell me about your impression of Rick Barnes and the Tennessee Volunteers so far this year? Obviously, Rick Barnes preaches defense. Um, I felt like Justin Powell didn't play as much um, in the second game, but I felt like that was because he wasn't playing good on defense. Is that good? I didn't watch a ton of that game. I, I can't tell you. I watched a little bit, and I just like... He he would get in for maybe two minutes in the first half and then get subbed out right away because he got scored on one or two times in a row. Um, so, bottom line, if you don't play defense, you're not going to play. I do agree that Coach Ben Burt Bertelkamp said this in a special um, episode of According to the Osbournes a few episodes back. He said that Coach said the lineup's going to decide itself because when I think about the Tennessee Volunteers this year, I think of depth, and I think most people do. we got 10 guys who can legit play. As far as that seven, eight-person rotation, it'll get whittled down to. Barnes is confident that the players are going to figure that out, and they figured out through their play, and one way that play is determined is their defensive play. And my other thing is, Kennedy Chandler is the stuff. He is, man. Um, he, against ETSU, went for 16 points, five boards, six assists. The return of Fulkerson stood out to me. He went for six points, 10 rebounds, and three assists. Kamwa played great. He had 23 points and eight boards. And yeah. you know what? Josiah Jordan-James kind of doing what he does. A little, little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Great defense, nine points, six boards, two assists. Kind of a glue guy on that team. I didn't even mention Santiago. Um, we, we've got a team. and we've If got- Folky can just finish around the rim a little bit better. Yeah, it's early, dude. I, I tell you one thing. He's going to get basically – when you spread the court with four out and you've got shooters, I mean, name a guy. Bascovi. Okay, he can shoot. Name another guy. Josiah. Okay, he can shoot. Name another guy. Victor. There you go. He can shoot. I mean, Victor Bailey, he can shoot, uh, like Jack just said. Uh, Chandler, he can shoot. I mean, Even Kamla showing, showing off his jumper. A, li- a little bit. So when you spread the floor like that, I think Fulkerson's going to be the beneficiary of that. He might be able to play on that kind of high post elbow, get the ball, and just do some of his moves, finish with a drop step hook. Who knows? He might be on the low block. But I think he'll get his because it'll be loose on the inside. Fair. All right. Let's move on to Tennessee football. And, Jack, you couldn't go to this game, and I was sad about it. Luke and I went, and he took a buddy of his, and I took a buddy of mine. And we watched the Tennessee Volunteers take on the number one team in the country, the Georgia Bulldogs. Jack, did you have any thoughts on that game? Um, from, from the parts that I watched, uh, always coming off to a hot start, per usual, the, the Vols average uh, about 14 points in the first quarter. That's a big deal, in my opinion. Uh, I think uh, that was the first touchdown Georgia allowed um, in the first quarter. I can't say that for sure, but it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me either. But like you said, we got off to a hot start. You knew that had to happen. Um, I'll tell you, I've got the stats right in front of me. I thought we played a deceptively like uh, a deceptively competitive game. I mean, obviously it was 41-17, to 17, but... You believe we were the first ones to score first quarter touchdown. We were definitely the team to score the most against them with 17. Yeah. Total yards, they had 487. We had 387. Passing yards, we outgained them by over 100 yards through the air, where I think the game really was 
turned and won for Georgia the rushing yards, 274 to just 55 for Tennessee. Yeah, James James Cook is very good. He is good, and we didn't have Tyon Evans, and that's that's a big deal. Yep. You look at first downs, they had 26, we had 22. I'll tell you the stat that surprised me the most. Time of possession. They had 32 minutes, 40 seconds. We had 27 minutes, 20 seconds. Yeah, you I don't mean, see that by Tennessee a lot. You really don't. It's good news, bad news. We'd like to have an even you know, um, slate when it comes to time of possession because it means your defense isn't out there. It also means, though, you didn't have a lot of quick strikes, and Tennessee sort of needed quick they, strikes. They to, usually have a lot. They do. That's they what do. kept them in it, um, for Alabama, against Alabama for so long. Agreed. So the Tennessee Vols have nothing to hang their head about. They played a great game, and I walked away from that game feeling as follows. What a great SEC college football game. I really enjoyed that game. It's nice to go to the stadium and kind of enjoy the games this year. It sure is. Well, yeah, and, well, let's close up with this. Two more wins, and that's a seven-win season. I did not expect that, especially I if you— I certainly did not either. Especially if you told me that they would have lost a pit. I did not see seven wins and a pit <laughs> loss. Okay, let's move on to what I think is like the newest version of— the Diamond Vols, the Tennessee baseball team, not to the wild fanfare, but certainly a feel-good story in the program. Are you in touch with what the University of Tennessee Lady Vol soccer team's doing? Yes. They're a three seed. And Ker- they're in the SEC tournament, right? Kirby's down here listening to us, and she just put her hand up. She she approves of this. They're a three seed in the tournament. They got past Lipscomb three to nothing in round one. I think it's November 19th, so just three days, Friday, I believe. They play, I think it's Washington State. They're 19-2. and two. They finished the season as SEC East regular season champs. They finished the season as SEC tournament champs. That's the first time since 2008. Brian Penske, our neighbor, incidentally. Woo! Very funny story, by the way. And I won't tell it here. But do you know about the Briggs story in the oh, Penske's? I'm sure Briggs, something. Briggs, <laughs> Briggs was a chocolate lab who passed away a few years ago, a legendary dog. And it's a really funny and awkward story as it pertains to Brian Penske and his house. But anyway, Brian Penske, uh, coach of the Lady Vols, coming off his best year ever, was named SEC Coach of the Year. So a lot to look forward to. We wish them luck. It is. It's Friday. I just looked at my notes. Friday at 2 Eastern, they face, against, face off against Washington State University. We have a friend of the show, Kim Quigley, who says that Brian Penske would be willing to come on with us after their NCAA run. That would be exciting. It would be very, very, very exciting. All right, Jack, let's move on. A little segment we'll call NFL Facts or Cap. Fact, fact Cap. You want to explain what Cap is to half of our listeners? Excuse me, half of our accordions. I know you get on me when I say All listeners. Right, buddy. Do you want Cap to- means lie. That's right. Cap means lie. I busted the term cap out to my friend Carrie Sullivan, who's my age, and I busted out other terms that I've learned from you, frankly, and, and my other children. And because of this, it inspired her to give me this like handbook with all these slang terms. It's actually quite funny. And cool. <laughs> it's a good story, isn't it? Yeah. Are you enjoying it? I'm enjoying it you thoroughly. Want, you want me to go on? I do. Okay. Yeah. So when I got back, it's funny. I'll listen to y'all's lingo, and I'll look up a word, and it's usually in there. Cap. I don't believe is in there, which I would like. I think that's pretty standard. I well, it's pretty kind of new. Yeah, but it should be in a slang book. Anyway, we are going to play a game of NFL <laughs> facts or cap. And Jack's got a lot of things to cheer about with the NFL as it pertains to his fantasy football team. Yes, sir. Yeah, gotta yes, give sir. it up. You just go ahead and get this out Six of the way. Six out of seven yeah, wins. I'm a five seed right now, and I'm <laughs> looking for a playoff run. He's, he's as st- I was 
Uh, oh, I had a 1% chance to make the playoffs, and now it's at 40, baby. Yeah, he's, he started out 0-3. The ESPN, like, you know, playoff percentage projector told Jack that he had, well, it was 1%. 1%, and I took that as motivation. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Did you, like, ride it out on a chalkboard or take a picture of it and put it, like... Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's in my camera roll. Screenshot or write my camera roll. <laughs> it's in your camera roll. It is. All right, <laughs> NFL facts recap. Number one, Cam Newton... Played sparingly in his first game back with the Carolina Panthers, but he accounted for two touchdowns on his first two plays. And all in all, he looked good. He scored 11 fantasy points. And, yeah, he basically helped their team to victory. So NFL facts or cap question number one, Cam Newton will be the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers next week. Fact. I saw something that said they were they were um, trying to prepare him to uh, be the starter for uh, week 11. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fact on that, but I'm also gonna rain on the parade. Listen to this. When asked how much of the playbook did he know, he's like, "Hey, Cam, how much of the playbook did you know? You just came to the team last week." He said, two touchdowns worth." <laughs> it's funny. It's funny, but this is another quote. I'm float. I'm just. I'm just floating at an all-time high frequency. It's scary. Okay, so those are two quotes. What does that mean? He just he's talking about how he's got this all-time high frequency that he's floating on right now. It's scary. Who knows what it, what it means? It's it's about him, I know that, okay? Listen to Christian McCaffrey's quote. Today was a good example of the team we can be. And that's that's why I get with Cam. I I was listening to a podcast. They were talking about how the players are rallying around Cam. He's holding court on the sidelines and he is. He's a charismatic guy. I remember when he played at Auburn. I couldn't take my eyes off of him. He's electric. He's got a great personality. I like Cam, the human being. Where I struggle with him is he's got all these powers for good. He's got all these leadership qualities, but he can't quit talking about himself. And that's why that's I think fair. that's why I think it is fact. He will be the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers next week. But I don't think it's going to go well because I think Cam is too much about Cam. And in this phase of his career, he should be more about his team. All right, let's move on. Number two, NFL Factor Cap. The New England Patriots, winners of four straight, Jack. They crushed the Cleveland Browns 45-7 to to move to 6-4 and four in the year. Factor Cap. New England will make the playoffs this year. Facts. Right? I mean, they're legit contenders. If you look at their losses, the point differential is not by a lot. They've been in some really close games. Mac Jones, 19 of 23. He's very efficient. 198 yards, three touchdowns. The kid throws 23 passes to get that. Efficiency is the exact word. Scored on every single drive of the first half. Again, Jack, back to your point. Efficient. Hey, you'll like this. ESPN's NFL Football Power Index gives them an 82.8 chance. 82.8% chance to make the playoffs. I agree with you. It is a fact. Somehow, somehow, Bill Belichick has gotten this team to where it needs to be. They will make the playoffs. And I don't know if I'd say the same thing if Cam Newton were their quarterback. I don't know. But let me just say one thing. Please. Um, Their rookie running back, Ramondre Stevenson. Yes. I'm a little biased because I started him and he, you know, had 27 points. But um, I think he's legit. He's, his carries have gone up the last few weeks, and he he's looking good. And I think he could be a potential RB one for them over Damian Harris. That that's that's a bit rich. I think I no. I, I I do agree though. He's a nice player. I actually had him for a week or two and dropped him because of course every time I started that's him, tough, he was, boy. 
<laughs> Whatever. All right, let's keep this moving. All right, number three, Tampa Bay dropped an embarrassing road game to the lowly Washington football team by a score of 29 to 19. That's two straight losses, Jack. Facts are cap. The Bucks are in trouble. Cap. Okay, so you don't think they're in trouble? They got Tom Brady. Okay. I'm going to surprise you. Facts. Brady was two of six for five yards and two picks in the first quarter. It's only the second time that's ever happened to him, meaning throwing two picks in the first quarter. Last time that happened was in 2008. One of them wasn't really a pick. That's, that's true. It was If you saw the play, the guy got jacked and the ball went in the air. Still, stats are stats. Um, so I do think they're in trouble. Now, I don't think that means that they won't make the playoffs. I do actually think that they'll make the playoffs. But I think they're in trouble. I think they need to iron some things out. Still, though, like I mentioned, I think they'll make the playoffs. That ESPN NFL Power Index gives them a 97.2% chance of making the playoffs. And, yeah, they've dropped two straight, but so have the Saints in their same division. The one Saints game have not dropped them. two straight. Yeah, they have. They literally just beat them two weeks ago. No, they, the Saints lost last week and this week. Do you want to push pause to, to Google this? Yeah. Uh, we like doing this, folks. Hang on. Okay, Jack's disputing this, but well, I, let me just. Take I was a look. I was right. Let the Saints have, hold on. The Saints. We got to keep this moving, buddy. The Saints have dropped two straight. They lost one to the Falcons, and they just lost a heartbreaker to the Titans. Um, so anyway, yeah, the Bucks have lost two, but it's two straight. But so have the Saints in their same division. I think there are three wild card teams now in the new playoff system. So I don't think that the Bucks are in trouble. Trouble. But I do think they're in trouble, and I do think they need to figure it out. All right, number four. To say Seattle Seahawks struggled on offense is the understatement of the year, Jack, as they got shut out on the road against Green Bay by a count of 17 to nada. Facts or cap? At this point, Seattle is playing for next year. Facts. I wish it weren't true. Russell Wilson, he's not looking like himself after that injury. I think he'll be fine and ultimately. They're, they're just too they're in too big of a hole to dig back out. That's what it is. It's not that he won't play well again. It's not that he won't be fantasy relevant again. Again, we're so huge into fantasy football, it's hard for us to ignore that element. It's not either of those things. It's the fact that they have dug themselves a hole. They aren't afraid to get on a run, but it would take a heck of a run right now. Hang tight. Their record is three and six. So they've got a lot of work to do. So I agree with you, Jack. It's a fact. Seattle is playing for next year at this point. All right, last one. Facts or cap? You're going to love this one. You get to thump your chest a little bit. Thump that hairless chest of yours. Jonathan. All right, boy. Yeah. Oh, die. I already hear Jonathan. <laughs> I already hear Jonathan, baby. Jonathan Taylor of the Indianapolis Colts is the best running back in the National Football League right now. Facts or cap? Facts. He's on fire. He's on fire. Give me some of the stats. All right. Let, let, let me just pull him up. Let me just pull him up. Okay. Jonathan Taylor. Ten touchdowns in the last seven games. Okay? Yep. Listen listen to his last few weeks. Okay. Listen to him. Listen to him. This is compelling podcasting. You 116 kind of- rushing yards. Okay. 172 rushing yards. 70 rushing yards. 107 rushing yards. 145 rushing yards. Give me some receiving yards. Receiving yards. 10, 28, 52, 313, 116. But these are all three thirteen one sixteen. What was that? Yeah, three thirteen and one sixteen. Wow! So he had a hundred and sixteen yard receiving game. Uh, yes. Again? It was, and he had three catches. Wow! He's elite like that. Well, I tell you what, he's he's played great. I mean, 
I, tenth pick, by the way, guys. Tenth pick in the fantasy. Will you stop? It, right. Is it tenth round or tenth? No, it's tenth pick. Of course it was. That was me showing ignorance for a second. Now, he was a highly touted running back coming into the year, and then he got off to that slow start, and Jack, of course, wanted to bail on him. I told him he couldn't That's bail cap. on him. That's not cap. You stuck with it, and I'm proud of you because it's paid off. He, I believe, is the best running back in the NFL with the caveat that Derrick Henry is hurt. All right, buddy. I think it's time to take a little break, but when we get back, a special installment of Jack's Five Stats as well as a, a segment you won't want to miss on the American Music Awards, which are coming up on November the 21st. Hang on. We'll be right back. And we're back. Jack, we've got a really exciting development hot off the presses. Woo! Go ahead. We got a we got our first follower. Yeah, well, really our third, right? But you and me, are, yeah, 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 I'm sure. Go so go first, yeah, right, okay, fair. first real one. Hank Johnson, friend of the show, calls himself the Grand Chancellor in our fantasy football league, the Naked Bootleggers. We love Hank around here. We're fond of Hank with an asterisk until he starts bringing that smack to me because I am the embattled commissioner. He's always trying to take my spot. Speaking of, he deserves it. He's vying for the top. Speaking of vying for the top, it's exactly Jack. What a bunch of musicians will be vying for when it comes to the American Music Award. That'd be plural. There's more than one award. Yeah, I was about to say. Awards. Yeah, with an S. You're right. All right. So I want to this, – this opens a broader topic for me about music. Do you want to share your thoughts on music? Because I'm going to share a thought you shared with me on music that left me dumbfounded recently. Uh, I don't listen to much music. I don't know. I probably will once I get a car, but – I'm just not a big music guy. I'm sorry. How? How are you not a big music guy? Sorry. I don't know why you're judging me. No, just it, it's just so weird because I – do you agree that I'm such a music guy? Yes. It's unbelievable. I, I just don't care to listen to music. Like, like You like some music. I mean, I like it, but like I'm not just going to turn it on just for my enjoyment. Like, I mean, wow. Mind blown. All right. Real quick. And this is good. <laughs> no, this is good. We need to talk this through. There was a long time ago when I was playing a YouTube clip of Wilco just killing a version of California Stars. Bro, I don't want to hear this, dog. I already know your story. Well, I, I, I'm like playing it for you. And was it Live Aid, Farm Aid? I forget where it was. Jeff Tweedy was young. He looked great. They sounded great. The band was absolutely incredible. Wilco, I think anyone would agree, has been a phenomenal, phenomenal band. And I'm playing it for Jack and the others. And I'm like, look, man. This is kind of like what music's all about. Isn't this a great song? Jack, I'll never forget what you said. You go, yeah, it's a band. I go, what do you mean? You're like, oh, it's like a band. You know, the guy's playing like a guitar and the other guy's like on drums. I'm like, yeah, no, it's a band. And then you stated that you preferred electronic music, which I get. And I like electronic music. But I realized in that moment. That Wilco to you was like the Lawrence Welk band to me, just like this old-timey band. Like when you think of a band, you think of a bunch of old people. Is that correct? No. I think of a drum, a guitar, a lead singer. And then I uh, the last thing I think of is, uh, I got to admit, it's Thunder Lizard. <laughs> Which was the name of my band in high school. Nice work. Good pull on that. We were also called The Fine Young Men. I don't That's know. That's Cap. They it's were not. not. We were called that. Thunder Lizard and The Fine Young Men. We went with Thunder Back Lizard. Cap. Dad's band was called The Fine Young Men. Cap. Cap. Fa- fact. It was called The Fine Young Men, but it was also called Get Thunder Lizard. Get out of here, Lizard. boy. Let's move on. We Get did. out of here. We did go with Thunder Lizard more often than not. All right. Well, given that as a backdrop, I kind of want to roll down some of the artists, like artists of the year. Like, do you like Ariana Grande? I love her. Kind of do too. Who's BTS? I don't know. 
What about Drake, dude? What's your take on Drake? I don't know. I don't God, have an opinion. picture, he's holding a parrot. I think Drake is so self-absorbed, it's weird. Olivia Rodrigo, isn't she that girl that sings... Goodbye, you, you look happy and healthy, not me. That is so bad, it's good. Kirby, What do you know who Olivia... Kirby Osborne, my daughter, is in the house here. Do you know who Olivia Rodrigo is? Yes. What does she sing? Isn't it a song about a driver's license, or am I just... Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that, I am right, right? You, you walked... For, you gave... <laughs> I drive alone past your street. Red light, stop sign. That's ho- I still see your man. Okay, stop, stop, stop. I remember hearing the song, and I remember thinking it was like... Bless her heart. She's like 12 or whatever. She's like trying to sing about She's these like 18, complex topics. Okay. It was not great music in my opinion. It Ta- was awesome. Taylor Swift, I'm all about. The weekend. Do we have a take on The weekend? The weekend kind of weird. <laughs> he's weird. He, yeah, he needs to buy a vowel. He needs an E. It's, he spells it W-E-E-K-N-D. Um, I like The weekend. I don't love The weekend. New artist. Do you know who 24 Golden is? I mean, yeah, I heard of him. Okay, Giveon. No, I don't know that. I don't either. All right, let's see. Uh, Mega D Stallion is in this. Ooh. Dude, Cardi B, is she still a thing? Heck yeah. Don't people think she's like old and like no good anymore? I don't know. Take on Justin Bieber. So handsome and always oh, the best music. Well, you did say Pete Davidson had a nice jawline in the last episode of According to I, the Osbournes. Did you know Pete Davidson battles with serious depression? I, I, did, I, I did know that, and I, I think he's a very funny and talented human being. Up, oh, favorite pop artist. Let me name them for you. Ariana Grande. These are the finalists. Ariana Grande. Dua Lipa. Hey. Yeah, wow. I kind of like her. Olivia Rodrigo, Taylor Swift, and Doja Cat. Doja baby I know who I'm voting for Hey you know what I think I can vote for that I'm pretty sure Is that Maybe that's not The people's choice awards But if I could vote I would vote for Doja Cat What about you I would also vote for Doja Is that a fact That's a fact Is that a stat Mm, I don't know But but let's hit it Let's hit it Because this is Jack's Five stats. Jack, you know about You know what I did Don't you Of course I know What you did I worked up a little Theme music for you Jack stats Who wants Jack stats you want Jack Stats Yeah, Jack's Five Stats Your Jack's Five Stats Yeah, Jack's Jack's Five Stats Your Oh my goodness that- Bars. <laughs> Bars Bars Who said my boy doesn't like music? And hey who That's said, tough, who said tough. that I only like bands? Hey, you know one thing about me. I like me some electronic music. It and I tough, I mean, God. I spent Friday night playing around a garage band. I'm such a dork at heart. Jack, this is known as a produced element when you kind of have something like this in a segment. We're going to go with Jack five, Jack's Five Stats right now. You're going to talk me through as we hear this bed of music behind us. Number one, I don't know if Dad believes this one, but... Go ahead. Leonardo DiCaprio refuses to date a woman his age. He is 46. He has never dated a woman older than 25. Okay, so it's a shame this isn't facts or cap. Number one, I I think it could be facts. But number two, I did some digging on this. This was something that went viral on Reddit two years ago that you somehow just found. And don't forget, by the way, you need to attribute your stats. But I believe that you found this like on Instagram or something like that. And I think that this is... Again, it's a it's a post on Reddit that went viral. It had this chart and everything. It was hilarious. I will say this. 
the girlfriends they name of Leo's since who knows when, since forever ago. 1998. Wow. So some 24 <laughs> years of girlfriend history and not a single one of them were 25 or older. And and that, that includes, if I'm not mistaken, at the time of breakup. So like... When you think about it, if he wants to have any type of runway at all with these women, he's pick them up by the time they're 23, 24, you know? I mean, really, like, yeah. yeah. Good work if you can get it, is what they'd say. Jack, go on to stat number two. Stat number dose. Dose. Trey Young has had 17 40-point games in his career, tied with Kevin Durant and LeBron James for third most by a player in his first four seasons since the 1976-77 NBA-ABA merger. Only Michael Jordan and Shaquille O'Neal have more. Shaquille with 21. Michael with 62. And how many does Trey have again? 17. 17. Again, Trey. Um, LeBron and KD. Yeah. And Trey is still like, this is his fourth season. You know, Allie, your sister went she to see. She was at the game. Yeah, she was at the. Who did they play? Uh, they played the Bucks. I wonder if they won. We'll, they did. We'll be getting jump. more into NBA talk as that season heats up a little bit. I will say this about Trey Young. He's fun to watch. He's really good. You say 17 games, is that yes. right? Uh, 40 yeah. points or more? He's my dog. Me and Baxter were rooting for him hard last year in the playoffs. He's hard not to root for, in my opinion. He, he's got just enough smack talk, doesn't he? And just enough swag. He's got, no, no, he's got more than enough swag. Yeah, Jack, yeah, number yeah. three. James Conner has more rushing touchdowns this season than Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, Dalvin Cook, and McCaffrey combined. That's 11 rushing touchdowns. James Conner of the Arizona Cardinals. And what's amazing is there was a big debate on his team. I forget who else is on. What's the other running backs? Do you know by chance? Uh, Chase Edmonds. That's right. He's hurt. But there there was a big debate coming into the year just how what kind of utility he would have on that team. Mm -hmm. He's obviously proven to be fantastic even when Chase is out there. Kind of notes for the end zone. He leads the team in goal-to-go rushes. They kind of knew to expect that. I don't think anyone knew he would convert with this frequency. Jack, what's next? You know what's next? My boy, Jonathan Taylor, the last seven games. 1,000 total yards, 10 total touchdowns. I'm sorry, man. That's a big fat mic drop right there. I mean, like, Yes, sir. Like, That's he, right. That, that, and I think... I'd like to compare that. I wonder how many receptions in that, because I'd like to compare that to Derrick Henry. I think that's on par. I think that Jonathan Williams... Taylor. What did I say? Williams. Wow. I think that Jonathan Taylor could be the best running back in the NFL, even with Derrick. Now, that might be blasphemous, because Derrick Henry, golly. um, They don't build him like him, but Jonathan's having a great year. Facts. That's facts. And my final stats, that number five... The Bucks have allowed four rushing touchdowns this season. Two of them came uh, on Sunday from Antonio Gibson. Um, the other two have been from every other running back that they've played combined. Yeah, so that that just goes to show you we were talking about are the Bucks in trouble, and that's one of the biggest things. Their defense is kind of not what, showing out like they it were. Hasn't been the way you expect them to play. That is a great stat right there. In that game, they allowed what they had allowed. All year in rushing touchdowns, and to who again? To Antonio Gibson, who's who, not yeah, having, he wasn't a, great having year. a great year for the Washington football team. All right, buddy, uh, what you think about our first ever produced element? It's some heat. It's some heat. Well, I'm glad you like it, buddy. I thought you might find it a little cringy. I'll be honest; I think it's a little cringy. Yeah, but it's heat. It's cringy heat. All right. Well, speaking of cringy heat, I think this is as good of a segue as any. We're going to close the show today, as we always do, with our SEC pick'em. Jack, we actually had pretty good weeks last week. You 
went three and two. The only problem with that was that I went four and one for the year. We're both inching toward 500, and that should be our goal. I'm yeah, I agree. Tw- I'm 20 and 22 for the year. You're 19 and 23 for the year. Just a game behind me. Let's waste no time as we get to Arkansas at Alabama. Alabama is favored by 21 and a half points. If it matters to you, it's a 3:30 game. Also, if it matters to you, Arkansas is three and three in league play, and Bama's five and one. Uh, I'll take Arkansas. You're going to take Arkansas catching the points. That's correct. All right. Jack's on Arkansas plus 21 and a half. I'm on Bama minus 21 and a half. So we differ right out of the gate. You want me to pick first on this next one? Go ahead. All right. Auburn six and four overall three and three in the league against South Carolina five and five overall and two and five in league play. Man, Auburn seven and a half. They are on the road. It's a five thirty game. If I've got that written down correctly, I'm on Auburn laying the seven and a half. War dam. Okay, war dam is what Jack said. So that means he is also on Auburn. Okay, Vandy at Ole Miss. It's your favorite, bro. It's the Lane Train. This is a game that is at seven thirty at night. Ole Miss is a. 36 and a half point favorite. Your turn to go first. Old Miss is going to be loud and rowdy. Give me Ole Miss. I remember earlier in the year, I took Vandy on a game with a preposterous point spread. I will not make that mistake again. I too am on Ole Miss. Florida, five and five, just two and five in league play. Five and five Ugh. overall. I know. Eight and a half point favorite on the road against Missouri at four o'clock. By the way, Missouri, five and five overall, two and four. In Give the me play. Mizzou. Upset. They're winning. All right. I am on. I'm on Florida. I, I, I think Dan Mullen's feeling some heat. I think he's going to come and have those boys ready to play. All right. Let's close with Tennessee. And that's, let's see, one, two, three, four. Yeah, that's our fifth game. South Alabama comes into Tennessee. Tennessee, three and four overall. Th- uh, excuse me, three and four at SEC play, five and five overall. Jack, we're favored by 27 and a half. Who do you like? Balls. Yeah, me too. I'm going to go with that. Jack, I think this was a really, really fun episode. Remind the folks what to do on social media. Follow the IG, baby. Where? How can they find it? According to the Osbournes. What else should we encourage our listeners or accordions, as you like to call them? What else should we encourage them to do? Uh, rate us a five-star. That's right. On whatever podcast platform you're listening, follow. That helps. And then rate us if you don't mind. If you're enjoying the show. Please. Yeah, drop us a five-star. That really helps people find us. We've picked up a few new listeners. We'd love to pick up a few more so that they, too, can be listening to... According to the Osbournes. Yeah. According to the Osbournes. Yeah. According to the Osbournes.